0: We're back for more.
1: Welcome to the Warren Beast Podcast, the podcast that somehow managed to fit a Jack and the Beanstalk reference into this episode. I'm Greg. I'm Emily. I'm Jordan.
0: Kendall Bot not here. Holy Pterosaur! Oh, I miss Pterosaur. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: Holy Pterosaur!
0: Yeah. I realized that I don't have a pterosaur impression uh, like right before. Like when we were doing our silence, I was like, crap, I don't have any actual impressions. Oh well, I'll do a pterosaur.
1: Yeah, Aww. <laughs> <laughs> and this week we are reviewing season one, episode 11. And where's my window here? Ah, no, not episode 11, episode 12, The Catalyst. Interesting episode. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah.
0: It was, it was uh, yeah, it was, I was point. watching this when I was watching this episode. I was like, wait a minute, this is a good show. <laughs> 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 like, like the acting, the voice acting is good and the writing is good. Like it's not just like fun ideas and cool visuals and, and whatever. And weirdness. Like, it's like, this is actually good. I'm actually kind of invested in this story. Mm-hmm.
1: And admittedly, I'm going back into the series. Now I'm kind of wondering why it took me so long now
2: yeah it's um it's not as bad as everyone says it is I think it was just kind of like uh a hard reaction to to such a big change I think is what happened Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. what's this new show and it's weird new designs and it's all dark and edgy and I don't understand and yeah and like looking back right now it doesn't even feel that edgy but for some reason
0: it felt so edgy as a kid I don't Mm. know I mean, Maybe to me, was- to me, I, a lot of it is a lot of it wasn't. I mean, I'm sure that a lot of people were in a similar situation to me. I mean, if you like the age range that people wa that a lot of people watch cartoons is a is a limited amount of time. And Beast Wars was already targeting a like slightly older range of that. Like they weren't it wasn't necessarily targeting four year olds like Power Rangers was. It was targeting, mm-hmm. you know. 10 year olds and so if you started with season one and you're 10 years old then by the time beast machine comes around you're like 14 that's when you start that you're in that middle school era where where you hate everything so i think (laughs) probably a lot of people also probably a lot of people were discovering the internet around that time and you know so some of that some of that negative buzz has to be has to be that because yeah i mean um
3: there's another reason, too, that has been stated quite a few times, and I can kind of see where they're coming through, but I also don't totally agree with it. But we'll get to that when we get to that. Like, I will point it out. Ooh.
0: We... Foreshadowing.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> okay. So Kendall,
1: what do we have on uh, this day in history? So
0: December 11th, 1999, um, I got two two things. I'm going to be political so oh, unemployment great. unemployment in California, because I l a Times is one of the things that I use, one of the resources that I use, uh dropped to a historic low four point eight percent uh now what's interesting is the current national unemployment rate is four point one percent so because the unemployment rate's been dropping since 2010. so uh, it's just i i remember I remember in the nineties it was like it just it was just always unemployment is lower than it's ever been before because the economy was so great because of the internet and all that stuff. Uh, but it's, (laughs) it's interesting that we're that the actual, I mean, you know, obviously there's problems, there's underemployment and other shenanigans, but like that we're you know, if you look at now versus back then, it's actually pretty close to where everybody was going crazy about it being crazy low unemployment. Um, and then, um, And then, uh, uh, Bill President Bill Clinton uh, on told CBS Radio that the "Don't Ask, Don't Tell" policy on gays in the military wasn't working, and he pledged to work with the Pentagon to find a way to fix it. So, you know, because he because he was able to fix because he was able to completely eliminate the "Don't Ask, Don't Tell" uh, policy, many uh, many of our listeners probably have never heard of it because it was it you know it was completely eliminated during during President Clinton's uh, presidency. That's that's not didn't happen like much later. <laughs> yes, don't ask, don't tell was. Clarify that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I was making a joke. Uh, the the second <laughs> half of the joke or the or the the clar yes the clarification on that was is that it was it was not repealed until September twentieth of twenty eleven. So almost mm. the end of Barack Obama's first term in in the White House, and that was also because that was also Barack Obama was going to get rid of don't ask, don't tell. So. Mm. Um yeah. Yeah. Uh, fun stuff. At least it's gone now. At least it's yes yeah. Final, finally. Yeah. yeah remember, remember. Okay. And we'll never go back on it. Yeah, yeah. Or anything we, like it. Yes, we will never ever United States will never ever go backwards. We would, our, our <laughs> we would never elect somebody Our forces. We would never we would never uh we would never elect anyone that, that would that was uh a, for, for moving backwards as far as uh, uh human rights like that. Anyway. Yeah, so that's what happened then.
1: Makes me so glad that I live
0: here. <laughs> we got our own problems, Greg. But yeah, that's
1: very true. That is very true. It is not to say that no, nobody escapes. Unfortunately, the the troubles of political machinations. But uh, <laughs> but yes, getting away from all of that. Um, did you have anything on IMDb, oh, IMDb at DB. all? Let's see. I didn't click on it
0: computer's running slow
1: <laughs> it's always the way it's Monday and yes for all those listening the new episode came up came online today there you go Yeah, we,
2: we, we are releasing our episodes the same day that we are recording them because we are mad people
1: yes that and there was an empty spot on Monday so oh, I was they're... like eh sure okay
0: <laughs> so I think I'm not allowed to say
1: this Oh, because is it spoiler-y? It's, it's
0: uh yeah, if yeah. It's, if, it, if it's talking about
3: things that we'll get into in the middle of the episode, we probably don't want to go into it now.
0: Yeah. Okay. We can talk about <laughs> we can talk about IMDb <laughs> trivia at the end of the episode. <laughs> Move that segment. That is. Uh, that's I'm, what Jordan's I'm, call was.
3: Yeah, because that I am also going to be doing that for a majority of. <laughs>
0: Of the okay GFC yeah
2: so
0: stuff. let's just I appreciate do the, that, I, yeah, it's like, let's just <laughs> dive <laughs> into the episode. the episode let's just dive into yep. the episode and we'll do trivia
1: afterwards okay all so, right so yes this episode we open on the uh retelling of what happened last episode of course uh just basically going over that Tankor has now uh gained access to the key of uh God, why am I spacing Vector on the name Sigma a Vector Sigma? Yes. God, I can't believe I spaced on that. It's been a long weekend. But yes, uh also the Maximals no. have started planting plants and found some greenish blue ooze and Tankor also managed to fake his own death.
3: Yeah. Intrigue
1: um, at every turn. There's
2: some weird greenish blue ooze and it got on some turtles and they became like humanoid and learned ninjutsu. It was good. <laughs>
3: No, 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 the wrong green news. This green news makes plants big and crazy. I if I'm, sure the,
2: I'm pretty sure that Mutagen does that too. Have you not seen Nuditionals 2 Secret of the Ooze? They pick up a giant dandelion that's been affected by mutagen,
1: so there. I forgot about that oversized dandelion. That good. Gonna,
3: well, I was going <laughs> to say, this green news still makes uh, things grow large, but, and, uh, but I'm
2: wondering if it does teach the
3: plants ninjutsu.
2: I mean mm. news has never done that. I just added that to like because <laughs> like, i guess i guess I guess they could be taught by a giant uh, either a giant rat again or uh a giant we rat. have a well we have a.
0: yeah I was just going to say we have it's a, a
1: flying, flying rat <laughs>
0: there's also a is a giant rat. rat yeah there also is a giant rat uh and uh so but the episode starts uh, with uh with the uh, rhinox's funeral
1: and so we pause to reflect on our departed friend Rhinox, rather than the enemy Tankor he became. For all possibilities exist within our sparks, and each of us is vulnerable to the path of darkness. On my
2: life, Silverbolt, I will stop you from suffering the same fate.
1: We plant this seed in your memory, Rhinox nurture it with some of Cybertron's organic core, which will one day heal our planet. They ain't coming soon unless we find a lot more of that juice. Rhinox, we hope your spark has at last found peace.
0: Okay, I guess that's as much as I... He was going on
1: a little too long. (laughs) (laughs) Rattrap does actually make a joke about that later (laughs) on the episode, which I found rather funny.
0: But the thing is, the thing is, like, I've these last few episodes, there are so many of these like monologues that are just like, it's like these voice actors are good at voice acting. Like, it's just, yeah. I don't know. I, it, there's a certain, I don't know if it's because these actors, they, they, because they've, they've learned the characters more or the directing is better in the series or, or what, but it's just like the, it's, it's almost Shakespearean, like these, these monologues. And it's just like, ah, oh, it's so great. I
3: was gonna say though, did, are we gonna skip over the fact of the irrigation system they've set up?
1: I was gonna bring that up. They <laughs> they have set up an irrigation system for the plants.
2: Yeah, gotta do proper gardening for these cool plants. That's gonna like repopulate Cybertron and to return it to its organic origins.
1: Exactly. Gotta start small.
2: They're
3: using mechanical machines to do it.
1: Well, I mean, <laughs> it's not like it's got a. It's not like they took a shell and. Or a robot and pulled a spark out of it or something. So they're using machines in a responsible way. Sort of. I don't machines know how to Machines
0: using machine. machines. What are you gonna do
3: if the machine itself suddenly asks, What is my purpose? and all you have to say is to water our crops?
1: Mm, I don't know if I have an answer to that. <laughs> I'll have to think on it. But anyway, getting back to the episode at hand. Um we cut to Tankor, who is uh creepily watching his own funeral through a little iPad that he's got. And he, he uh you know sort of makes mention of oh if only you knew Optimus, and then he manages to turn the channel over to Megatron as he is input t- two. Yeah. <laughs> he he's asking uh Jess Storm and Thrust uh if he's like tell me about Tankor, and <laughs> the exchange is like oh Tankor, he's uh really quiet you know kind of you know not i like i like take.
2: i like thrust a lot too he's like doesn't he say like he's like he seems nice he's kind of dim like yeah. i know i like that a lot he's just like yeah he was like an all right guy <laughs> yeah.
3: and then i and i liked it Jetstorms reply where he's like, "Oh, the your glorious army will not be will not be the same without him." Can I have his drones? Yeah,
0: good <laughs> <I could> <laughs> Jetstorm's great.
1: Yes, Megatron is is more so.
0: Oh no! Did I lose you guys? Ah, I, I can hear. Yeah, I can hear. Wait, it. wait. Uh, uh oh.
1: I thought oh? we
3: lost you for a second there, but no. Hello? Well, he, okay.
1: he can't hear us. That's okay. Now I can,
0: oh. Okay. Now I can hear you guys. Can you
1: hear me? Yeah. He is recording, okay. but I've got the backup going. Okay.
0: Okay. We're good. We're good. Uh, oh, phew. Just, just as I
3: was typing the question.
0: <laughs> what was the last thing you heard, friend? I don't remember. uh Something about Megatron. <laughs> good. Glad. I mean, I panicked almost immediately. So, yeah. whatever, oh, whatever he we was saying.
2: <laughs> yeah, we heard yeah. everything on our end. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So. You so I, I yeah, you. yeah. So Greg, you can get back to what you were saying. Just go back a
1: sentence. Okay. Um, crap. I don't remember.
0: <laughs> we we're gonna say what
3: what uh, Megatron actually was concerned about.
1: Yes, he he was more so concerned with how uh, Tankor went wound up getting to the non functional state that he is now in. Uh, we are then uh, approached by Guilty Spark once again. <laughs> Who starts filling Megatron in and stating that Tankor had miraculously discovered the, the key to Vector Sigma and took it upon himself to try and attack the Maximals with said key and uh, wound up paying the price because it overloaded his system. And Can I, oops, I point uh, something out? Sure.
3: They have a clip of the, of the thing overloading and exploding, mm-hmm. but they don't know where the Maximals are. Yeah. And now they have like this, like rudimentary machinery going on, and they're hiding in this little thing. So it was like Tankor and the and the Tanktrons—the only people who knew
2: exactly where the Maximals are in the catacombs. Oh, yeah, now? like I don't, I don't, think he told yeah. anybody. I think he found them and was like, "Oh, this is my info," because I don't want to like pit everyone against each other. He doesn't want them to know where the Maximals are because he like he doesn't want them to get them. Kind of thing, yeah.
1: right? Yeah, it, it seems to me that Megatron gave. Each of his generals is a small bit of autonomy, mm-hmm. um, aside from when, you know, he has to, you know, overwrite their minds, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, like that one time that Tankor went good before we realized he was around. Yes. But he never really had the suspicion to, you know, access Tankor's memories or anything along those lines prior, or rather since then. So...
2: yeah, I um, don't know what's going to happen, but... It, I, I could see this being like a double play, where he like knows well, exactly it but doesn't want Tankor to know it. But I don't think that's going to happen. But I could see at ah, them like tw- having a twist in the third part or something. Mm-hmm. And I was asking about because you know when the
3: when Guilty Sparks there are showing what happened to Tankor, you know he actually plays a clip of Tankor overloading in the in their little base thing. Yes, and him screaming overload, which. I kind of thought it was weird that he shouted when he in the, in the last episode anyways, but actually if he was like literally makes sense. recording it to do this later makes yeah. sense, yeah. Because he cuz actually like even in the replay when he's shouting overload, it's really hard to tell he's using the Rhinox voice.
2: I feel like mm-hmm. it's it's time I I thought it was like Tankor's voice, like maybe he edited it or something.
3: Yeah, like even. that's 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 what I like, I, that's what I wasn't sure of, like, if it, uh, if he was using his Tankor voice in that clip now, because it looks like it looks like he's basically just trying to, you know, string Megatron along.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, it um, it certainly seems like there's a lot of stringing along going on here. Uh, and as it turns out, Tankor is literally giving Guilty Spark lines to read. Yeah,
2: yep. it's pretty good. And he's, there's a pretty good gag coming up about it. He's pulling a
0: Sereno de Bergerac.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes because as guilty spark is talking uh tank starts to sort of you know sort of genuflect i guess he's sort of talking to himself a bit and guilty spark starts saying what he's saying he's
0: following well, he's following the fourth and fifth stuff. laws of robotics
1: exactly
2: <laughs> but i love it because he's like yeah he starts being like he starts saying something like um uh, ch- he's like yes and then you will go mad and and I'll be able to, like, take over everything, blah, blah, blah. Like, this whole villain kind of speech thing about yeah, what's okay. going to happen to Megatron, where Megatron's going to go mad because if if he gets, like, if he gets his organic park part taken from him uh, oh. for reasons, I guess. And then, like, um, the drones start saying it. He's like, no, don't say that. I did not that part. And, like, it's really funny because, like, right when he was saying that, I was like, but don't say that part and then like they did the joke and i was like yes <laughs> thank you yeah cuz it's a good show. i mean obviously I
0: what happened is he was he was switching to an internal monologue like he was saying the <laughs> stuff out loud to guilty spark <laughs> and then he went to switch to an internal monologue but because of the the fourth and fifth laws of robotics and,
2: and yeah, the, yeah it's, it's according, to our, according to our thing, too, is that they don't know that they're talking out loud, so to take well, over would just be like, was he reading my mind? <laughs> oh, yeah, but he, he's also...
3: <laughs> I like the fact that he's smart enough to realize, oh, crap, if he does say what I just was thinking, so that so that's why he immediately well, says, no, don't up, say
2: that. Smart. I mean, Tank was a smart dude, you know? Like,
3: yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: but yeah, I and the reason... I, I don't think we
3: got to the point why uh, we had him... Pontificating why he would go mad, but Guilty Spark's basically trying to go to uh, Meg- well through Tank-, Tank or through Guilty Spark, trying to go uh, Megatron to equip all his all his drones with the key to Vector Sigma and zap yes. away all tech, like all organic matter, including his own beast mode. Yes. And Megatron's like, "So what would happen if I did it?" And he's like, "You would be free of your beast mode, and then inevitably go insane." You know, like that's yes. that's where the line goes. Yeah. Yeah and, yeah, and he's like, "Oh crap." And so obviously, Megatron's suspicious of trying it out on himself now.
1: Yeah, I think the line goes something along the lines of, "Oh, you you'd be curious of your beast mode." And then you would go mad with or something to do with mad, and then Tankor realizes what he's saying. He's like, "No, wait, don't say that as the drone is, <laughs> as the drone says mad, and then the drone sort of like tries to quickly what it, it's like I'm, madly something?
2: Yeah, I'm really happy about this joke for another reason too. Is because Tankor is pretty competent, and they've shown yes. him to be this menacing, competent villain. And I wasn't sure they were gonna go for that joke because he's like, it's supposed to be good at it, right? But then like they went for it, and I was like, that's a perfect. It's a perfect joke because Tankor is so serious. I love it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Um. I love I love those kinds of jokes, though, you know, the whole yeah. like oh, yeah, it's great, the whole repeating things I state your name kind of thing
1: mm-hmm. but yes it, it was it was quite good it was a bit of a a surprise with the tone that we were having from the start of the episode, but it really worked well, I thought,
0: yeah, me um,
2: did, obviously, I was gushing about it forever <laughs> the,
1: um tank Ward does get a bit frustrated though because uh while. Megatron does like that they have the keys. He's not like going through fully with the plan. He, he wants to rather, test it out first. Yes, he wants to test it out on a Maximal first. And, of course, Tankor is not overly keen on that, but he doesn't really have much of a choice. And the drone, of course, conveying that tries to convince Megatron, but Megatron won't be easily swayed in that regards. So he sends them yeah. off to go... Find some Maximals to use the keys on.
3: Like, Megatron's really getting paranoid here. He's like, you're not acting like yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah. and then the drone's and he, like...
3: And he threatens him with the Spark Extractor.
1: Yeah, he's like, no, I'm I'm, I'm perfectly fine. The spark Extractor wouldn't even do anything, though,
0: because he doesn't have a spark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I mean, he could still, like, squish him. Yeah. yeah. He's um, got some sort of self-preservation... I mean that's you know it's like it's the third I mean, law the of robotics. Extractor. I'm
2: just saying the Stark Extractor itself wouldn't really unless he just beats him yeah. to death with it, which I mean fair enough, I guess. <laughs> yeah.
3: I was thinking he would
0: squeeze him with it.
2: But uh oh, so
3: it's like that like that knife that was squeezing inner cubes uh, Black Arachnia had that one time.
0: Oh, uh-huh. yeah. I uh I I like that um that Rhinox starts like stuttering you know having guilty spark kind of stutter and act all scared because that is how guilty spark would act
1: yeah most definitely um so megatron sends the drones out uh tankworth's pretty pissed and manages to break his new ipad damn yep
3: okay he He, has a pile of them
1: yeah apparently uh so i mean
0: it's probably not an ipad it's probably like a like a an insignia tablet
1: Oh, that's true. Yeah, that are like an RCA or something like that.
0: Yeah.
3: You know what? I bet you that thi- <laughs> I bet you that thing itself is just is mostly just a screen with like a switch
0: of switched interfaces yeah. I Probably. feel like, like I feel like Viacons Viacons are Android users. Uh, I'm an Android user so I don't know what you're saying
1: about me, but I'm not right. saying all <laughs> Android
0: users are Viacons. I'm saying that Viacons or Android.
1: Not users. all Androids. <laughs> don't worry, I'm, I'm an Android user too.
2: Good. Thanks. Thanks for the solidarity.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right there with you Jeez. Fight the power. Mm-hmm.
2: Wow, <laughs> wow, yes. fight the power. Sorry, just went to grow and in there for a bit. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so we we cut to Rat Trap now, who has managed to find a he keeps he refers to it as an old computer console or something along those lines. And he's poured some of the uh I'm going to refer to it as gunk. That's the best way I can think of to describe it well, right it's now. The,
3: I mean, honestly, it's the planet core. Yeah, organic planet core does, is a mouthful, so that's kind of understandable. The, the OPC? only OPC, th- <laughs>
0: you know me. Uh,
3: yes, so was you got that.
0: That. <laughs> I, I was about to make the same joke. So, I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I did uh, get it. Maybe I
2: listen to it back on the rerun and get it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Down with I was OPP.
3: The uh, the only other thing I could suggest to call it is a uh, goo because of a, a weird in joke my friends used to have and but even then that's not exactly what it is because mm. it it's it doesn't it's not very gooey
2: it's Ivanese <laughs> mm,
3: uh, you know with the CG effects yeah we could say that
2: no no that's not me that's me and the beast well, beast machines beast is are way better looking <laughs> than the Power Rangers movie like actually. Now, it might be just be. It might even be just because that it's like not trying to be in a real world, but honestly, it does probably look better, Beast Machines, compared to that movie.
1: Yeah. Oh man, now I'm regretting we never got an actual got an actual Titan in this series. Would have looked pretty damn cool. Titan. Yeah, like Metroplex or Tripticon or something. Oh like yeah, that.
0: like gotcha.
2: That would and it would work. that would be a cool yeah because I mean they are in a city right so the time it just turns. I like, think a my in-laws Wait. got a.
0: I think my in-laws got a Metroplex off of uh mm-hmm. off of an yeah. infomercial. Joke. Good
2: joke.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> we we've got a riot trap putting some of <laughs> <laughs> Um, we've got Rattrap putting some of the OPC into uh this console. Okay. And he Yep. He's getting uh it to sort of identify what it's comprised of and also to try and search the planet for any other, like similar. any more of it, like anything similar at all. He is then distracted. He's like, I smell a rat. And just as he has his back turned, uh, something tries to latch on to the container of the, the goo, which is awesome it, with his tail clap. Yes. And it turns out the black arachnia is trying to steal it away. They have a bit of a discussion, and she admits that she needs it so that she can try and use it on thrust because she believes that he is Silverbolt and she wants to try oh, and.
3: I just did you notice how this her web in this part acts so unlike her web before? Yeah, it almost it actually like... it creeps like a vine. Yeah.
0: In fact, I honestly thought it was a, a plant.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So did I. Yeah, agreed.
0: Well, the one thing you got to – I mean you just uh, got to remember that they get lots – all the characters just get new powers in every episode. That's just – that's how Beast Machines <laughs> works. Well, yeah. that's
3: true. Her web does do Excuse some me. new
0: things this uh, this episode. I mean it yeah. does every time she shows up. Every time everybody has a fight, <laughs> they have a new power. It's, it's what, just how like the show you, works. Guys
2: mean, you guys been taser web that she just did or like – Yeah, she hasn't done that before. Yeah, but I mean it makes okay. like okay, but she can Oh, it, yeah, it makes sense. She and can I, send a current through things. It's not really a new power. Uh-huh. It's no. just her using her already existing powers in on uh, in a different way, yeah. you know.
1: I think the main thing though is that we've never seen her web act sort of prehensile before.
0: Yeah, we definitely haven't. Like seen
1: we, that. we we've seen her like latch on to stuff, but we've never seen it act like it's sort yeah. of alive.
0: Oh, yeah. wait, when the, what was a prehensile? It, it, In it, the scene that we're grabs, talking about, where she grabs, yeah, she grabs the, the container, it literally uh, slowly
3: descends and then. Oh, rock-a-rock. I thought we
2: were talking about a different scene. I'm sorry. Oh no, sorry. I got a little lost because I'm drawing a picture while we're
3: doing the podcast. <laughs> I'm
2: sorry. <laughs> oh.
1: Now she's gonna. Now she's gonna draw a picture of a, of a vine.
2: I'm not going to. I <laughs> would be divine. <laughs> <I'm> leaving.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> So many good jokes this episode.
2: Greg ended footsteps and a closing door there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it would have been almost as good if we had like if we did actually hear the disconnect. Remember that episode with Luke?
2: <laughs> I remember It would've been
1: great. <laughs> but yeah, so we we then cut from Rat Trap and Black Arachnia to the Thrust and Jetstorm, they destroy of a, a grate. They're planning on going down into the catacombs to start searching for the maximals, but they're stopped by Guilty Spark, who does not actually want them to find the Maximals for the plan, I guess. Uh he says, Oh, I've detected them over there. And both Jetstorm and Thrust are looking and they're like, I don't see anything. And then the, the drones like Yes, well, I have some very advanced scanners, so maybe it's because you two inferior models can't detect them. It's like a bit of a burn, but Jetstorm's like, all right, fine, I'll go check. So he transforms, and he starts going, and then Thrust goes after him. And it's like, God, you two are idiots.
0: Well, I feel like it makes sense that Guilty Spark, I mean, Guilty Spark is...
3: A diagnostic drone.
0: Yeah, like he would... Things
3: other than robots so yeah. maybe that's what he was trying to imply
0: yeah it seems like it's, it does make sense that he would have more powerful scanners because he doesn't have to worry about like having guns and stuff
1: yeah yeah that's true
0: that's a specific
2: purpose is to be like a like it look, It seems like kind of like a, a medical and
1: analysis droid. yeah diagnostic repairs that sort of thing yeah we, we then cut back to Rat Trap, or actually, rather, we, we do get a scene with Tankor first. He's been watching things and he presses a button on his pad. And then we cut back to Rat Trap, who's still working at the console. The console has apparently identified the liquid and it starts giving a, a report. And Rat Trap's like, oh, okay, so it's something similar. He's like, and he starts reading off the things that it can do. And one of the things that it mentions is growth potential for, for plants.
3: Did we mention why Rattrap let Black Arachne eventually take the g- the gunk with her? Yes,
1: I did mention okay. because she, okay, she wants to use we it to, uh, to to because she believes that thrust is silver bolt,
3: and she thinks it will
1: help. yes
3: well, it will well, mm-hmm. well i honestly, I wasn't sure the exact leap of logic in that, but I mean, considering and like considering things i'm it's not I don't see it as it too far to try it's just that like going from okay this thing makes this is organic and makes organics grow when i throw it on a vehicon their organic kind they're organic their spark will revert back to the, what they were when they were organic mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Yeah. Seems to yeah me, especially espe- and especially with thrust in particular because his he, his spark is so close to the surface like they've, they've yeah you know Start. He started to have those memories and everything. Like she's almost mm-hmm. gotten through to him. Just having one little, last little piece uh, could could push him over oh, the so, edge. So it's kind of like how she boosted
3: his his uh, his processors before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, okay.
1: Yeah, because she sort of infers that I, I can't remember the exact wording, but she does mention something along the lines of she needs it to try and help boost him to be able to bring re- regain his memories, or rather. To, to a little, give him enough power to be able to, to become Silverbolt again. Okay. Yeah. So, yes. So, back to Rattrap. He uh, transforms and starts to download... Apparently, it's some sort of software... That allows him to make adjustments to the goo, I guess... While it's being poured. Uh, so, he, he plugs in. He downloads this schematic... And he then returns to uh, the catacombs, to the plants. And we see him interfacing with the machine, and he starts making these adjustments. And the goose starts to glow a bit. And at one point, uh, he puts his visor down. Oh, yes, Kendall, you were talking about new powers. Apparently, (laughs) Rattrap has the power of a windshield wiper on his visor now. (laughs) Squeegee. Yeah. And and again, this this is
0: it's not a criticism. Like I'm, I'm perfectly fine with them consistently getting new powers. Like yeah. as long as it's consistent, that that's the yeah. rules.
1: Yeah. Cause the, the goo sort of explodes out of the machine. Uh, he gets slimed a bit and uses the squeegee on his visor. And then the plants start to grow at a like monstrous rate. Uh, in fact, some of the vines like, 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 like wrap odd- around the machine.
3: Yeah, like Audrey 2 kind of benevolence here. They like nuts.
1: Yeah, they they wrap around Rat Trap, and he's like, hey, don't, you know, don't bite the watering guy. And he starts heading to
3: the hand that waters waters you.
1: you. And uh, the vine starts sending him skyward. And this is where we would have cut to a commercial. And when we cut back. Uh, we've got Trap sort of in the grips of the vine and we've got Optimus Cheetor and Night Scream who show up and Optimus is like, what happened? And Rattrap's like, well, I, I made some adjustments and didn't work out too well. So all three of them go into action, start cutting away and blasting the vines. Uh, Optimus manages to he basically just like the vines seem kind of brittle because he manages to like tear all of them off of Rattrap and like sort of one swift motion.
2: Okay, but he is a gorilla. Like, he's super strong.
1: Oh, true. But uh, Rattrap manages... He's got, like, this attachment on his tail that uh, he says, I just need to change the... Fre- I think adjust the frequency.
3: and pulse, so Like, the pulse yeah. frequency or something like that. So it's like some kind of electrical pulse generator thing, yeah. I
1: guess. And so he zaps some of the goo that's on the ground and it stops it from growing. He basically just turned off the...
3: The software program of whatever catalyst it was.
1: Yeah. So we then turn back to to Jetstorm, Thrust, and the drone, and they're having very little luck. Essentially, the drone is like leading them on a wild goose chase. Um, he's trying to, yeah. Yeah, and they're getting kind of frustrated, especially Jetstorm at this point. And uh, Thrust is like, we should just go to the catacombs. And just as they're starting to go, uh, the drone like stops, and he's like no wait uh the 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 maximal's over there and they're like yeah well we aren't seeing it and then all of a sudden
0: i got the clip we're at the part that i have the clip okay (laughs) sorry sorry i i yeah i forgot it's just funny i also told i also told you that i had this clip before we started recording (laughs) so it's not totally my fault no no no
1: Up here, let's hit the catacombs. I love that line. <laughs> Patients, my impulsive aeronauts. My scanners indicate a maximal signature right in this vicinity.
2: If it's so close, why can't maximal we? Maximal signature detected. What? <laughs> yeah, oh, you can hear it's
3: coming from
0: yeah, only one measly target. Perhaps
3: searching the catacombs is the superior strategy, shall we?
0: God damn it.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, that
2: noise she makes when she dives is ridiculous.
0: <laughs> it sounds yes. like she's got
1: a hairball or yes,
0: something. I, I made I, sure to include the noise that she <laughs> made there. Like, I thought it was a war cry. I maybe? was like, "What is that?"
2: And like, Cassie's like, "Oh, it's it's the it's the thing you yell when you jump off a cliff to try and grab your
0: significant <laughs> other." And <laughs> some maybe, kind of
3: well, maybe she wanted to yell gerom- geromino, or but she felt that was too antiquated.
1: Yeah, maybe. But yeah, she she manages to to grab thrust and does a bit of a bungee jump, and uh, just as she's coming back up. Uh, the drones start attacking, shooting with the uh, the keys. They manage to hit her line, and it starts to to, to change into Technomatter. matter. So she disconnects it. Both she and Thrust sort of flop down onto the ground. Uh, and I'm trying to remember exactly how the sequence goes from here. I've got the video queued I, up.
3: I think it's then switches back to the base. Like there's, I get where it. Where yes, it does, but that's it does right switch back,
1: yeah, because we we get sort of like a a transition of the of a vine, and Otos is lifting it up. <laughs> he's, he's like, like scolding Rat Trap. He's like, next time you get this bright idea, a bright idea like this, maybe try not to make it so big.
0: <laughs> yeah try it yeah. on a smaller scale rather than yeah. rather than doing it to all of their vines
1: yeah. <laughs> And, of course, Cheetor is still being, you know, as we mentioned last episode, uh, this is not the end of the little back and forth that Cheetor and Optimus are having. Because Cheetor is, like, well, we should be using these plans as a weapon against Megatron.
2: Not only that, but, like, I like that Optimus is all, like, interested on a smaller scale. And, like, he's, like,
0: thinking too small was the problem since the beginning. Yeah. against a line like that. I... I think it's, I think it's interesting because last episode, it kind of felt like Optimus was mostly wrong and Cheetor yeah. was kind of in the right in their argument, but this one, it kind of feels to me, I kind of side with Optimus's take, Yeah,
2: like, yeah. Like,
0: like in general, in general, Cheetor is going to be the one that wants to be a little bit more, more Pro-wrecked. aggressive and everything. And Optimus is, is maybe a little more conservative, but in this case, it did feel like Cheetor oh, yeah, was being a little sure. bit I mean, too like- reckless.
2: Well, I mean, like, for one thing, it's just it's just good science to, like, work with a small scale before moving it to a larger scale. Like, yeah. Rat Trap didn't know what the heck was going to happen. Yeah. He just does it.
1: Yeah, Especially to work, like, any bugs out of it. Um, but, yeah, they have a bit of a back and forth on it. Uh, also, Optimus does make the point that, you know, the purpose of the plants wasn't to, to use them as a weapon. It's just to, to bring life back to the planet. Yeah. Um, but Night Scream but isn't you know.
2: what the Matrix wants. It's not in the Matrix plan, kind of
1: yeah.
2: thing. Because Optimus is now very religious.
1: Yes. Um, yes. Night
3: Scream points out well, you were wrong about the tree.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah. Because Night Scream brings up the, uh, the fruit and how Optimus originally thought that eating the fruit was a good thing to do and it turned out not to be. So... It sort of puts Optimus in an awkward position. He grabs a... It looks like a flower.
3: Or some leaves, I guess.
1: Yeah, and he says that he's going to consult with the Oracle. And he also tells Cheetor that he's in charge, but, you know... Chill the fuck out, dude. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. He says, don't... Yeah, you know, don't use the... Don't do the thing that I told you not to do. Yeah. So...
3: Just like how before uh, Cheetor told Rattrap, don't use that thing that I told you not to use.
1: Yeah. And of course, Cheetor's response is a bit snarky. Uh, but yeah, obviously this is not over between the two of them. We then cut back to Black Arachnia. She is sort of getting stalked a bit by uh, Jetstorm as he approaches. She then hits him with a bit of her web line and then shoots some of her electricity along it to send him flying into the, into the drone, uh, which in turn causes all his drones to fall. And then we have a face off between thrust and uh, black arachne. And she leaps off this bridge onto another one thrust gives chase. So she's sort of playing, you know, playing possum a bit with him, and leads him into a building. And she then traps him in a room and seals it off with one of her webs and kicks him into it to get him stuck there and then she has the, the container of the 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 goop and throws it onto him immediately and then this happens silverback not here she is so pissed <laughs>
0: she's very upset. So, I'm going to I'm going to tell you I this was one of the things that got spoiled in to uh actually Marv Wolfman didn't spoil this for me. I accidentally stumbled it when I was looking up something in Wikipedia. Oh no. At one point. So, so this was spoiled for me. But okay. but I also there was one clue in an earlier episode when okay. um, yeah. when they when they, when he pictures when he pictures and he sees the maximals and they like they're remembering back uh the scene that they're remembering is when wasp is waspinator being like right after he's quit the um right after he's quit the predicons in at the end of beast wars cuz he's in like among the he's in like the humans little area and the maximals are all pissed at him and he says like you know they oh they're there I see them but they don't look happy yeah, yeah.
2: Which was which was kind of neat, and yeah, the not looking happy thing was a was a clue, and um, also, I I, I I can't forget. But I remember there was some other stuff. But anyway,s continue, Jordan. Sorry, he didn't get you off. Well, I was going to say the first
3: time I saw, like when I remember watching these episodes, and this is one of the episodes I definitely remember watching. Uh, I I did not expect this. I did not like. I well, I knew that you know one of the Viacons was. uh was going, you know, going to be someone they knew, <laughs> but basically, Thrust being Waspinator
2: was such a surprise, and I was well, as su- this Waspminator. Like, if you had watched the every series, he he stayed on Earth, yeah, like
3: yeah, like that. That was my first thought. I was like, wait, what? And like, and then my next thing was like, oh, I missed that voice. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Scott McNeil must have been so happy with this episode just because he got to do so oh, many
0: yeah. voices
1: again. <laughs> I.
0: I gotta say though, because we're gonna get, we're gonna get to it here in a second. I, I love Waspinator's story because he is basically, yeah. he's basically Marvin the robot because he, yeah. <laughs> he, he got, he got catapulted from Earth all the way to Cybertron <laughs> over the course of many centuries. Yes. <laughs> well, plus, like,
2: um, I, I thought, like, during the thing, it was kind of ridiculous how, like, uh, uh, he, he, the, the reason the humans, like, backfire on him is because he flicks one in the head, yeah. like, once. You think that, that, thing, that, that monkey, like, getting flicked in the head by the thing that he worships as god, he would be like, oh, what did I do wrong? And not like, fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, you know, what? He... I was just sculpting his head. <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> I, think,
3: I think that was just the straw that broke the camel's back. Because you remember how the girl reacted to well, like when... mid sculpting his head. Well, no, no. I mean, like, remember, <laughs> uh, Una, when she first saw, uh, Waspinator, she beat the crap out of him. They probably know they can beat the crap out of him. But then or, why
0: to the or... begin with it? doesn't make any sense. I thought it was a different tribe than hers. Because he's, because he taught him about another simple machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like...
2: like the fan.
0: Yeah. And the well, the, oh, like a yes. wedge or a pulley <laughs> or an inclined plane. <laughs> uh, you know,
1: he and yeah. the, But yes, Waspinator, uh we get a bit of a flashback of Waspinator explaining what was going on. He was basically being treated as, as king. Uh, you know, oh, uh the drums are being played on Inferno's head.
3: Yeah, we see bits of Inferno and Quick Strike again. Basically yeah. like the last the season finale of uh, Beast Wars.
1: Yeah. Quick Strike's arms or legs rather are getting used as um uh, posts for a roasted bird, uh, but yes. So, so he was launched back through the. Uh, that had to be well, like a really rubbery. I, I, okay,
3: okay. I, I'm I'm gonna have to point out that the uh, the continuity notes and the stuff like that actually point out that that the the this the, 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 the slingshot was not actually what threw him into space. That was just them getting yeah. rid of him. True. So like so like basically he just like got flung flung far away from them. landed. And he's like, Well screw this, I'm going home and he just <laughs> flew the rest of the way uh to Cybertron. Or at least that's that's what they were supposed supposed to be like implying or anything like that.
1: Yeah.
3: But um where is it? Uh, so here, in the trivia section, and like I said, there was going to be things I want to point out. Uh, <laughs> some fans have interpreted the flashback scene of Wasmator being forcibly evicted from the proto-human tribe via Songstrap as the method by which he was launched into space and made it back to Cybertron, and subsequently gotten angry about that. If you are one of those people, slap yourself repeatedly until you stop thinking that. <laughs> now, I when I first read that, I thought they were just like... They were making fun of people who thought that was what th- shot him into space. But then mm. I read, oh, and then they got angry about it and complained about him being shot into space with it. Mm. But no, yeah. See, because I honestly thought that, too. Or, like, you know, they flung him when the space, like, they, this actually, like, happened really quickly from when, when they were about to leave. And somehow he got flung onto, the sh- onto their ship.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. No, I I one way or another I in my head canon, well, in my head canon, first of all, I say it is, I don't care what happens in the episode cuz it's his <laughs> his side of the story. I think he did get <laughs> flung by the tree. Um I also think I also think that there's a time jump in between the scenes of him screwing up the guy's sculpted head and everyone turning on him. Uh-huh. I think I think that may have just been I mean, it may have been a quick turnaround. Yeah. Uh but yeah. Oh, and just a reminder
3: uh uh Waspinator's playing the uh forgetful narrator here and is purposely leaving out what actually happened in the Oh format. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I don't think we mentioned that. Like he's like saying the he's like fleshy bots begged me not to leave.
0: Yeah. 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 Oh man, it's it's just great. I I like the scene. I'm not going to think too it's it's the thing is oh, it the thing is a is like scene. Like like it's gr- it's just great cuz it's there's not a lot of very like looney tunes cartoonish cartooniness in uh in beast machines and even in the last couple seasons of beast wars there wasn't a lot and mm-hmm. i feel like this scene is it exemplifies a lot of the fun stuff that was in early beast wars and yeah. i mean i know that that's it's not that show anymore and that's fine but it's still kind of fun to look back on it
1: oh i agree yeah. yep yeah i agree and a cool thing that i like um when waspinator's personality is out thrust's eyes look sort of insectish
3: yeah purple and in and segmented like yeah. like an insect eye
1: yeah so i thought that was a pretty neat touch too um so i mean thrust is still stuck in the web as black Arachnea. she like face palms on <laughs> yeah. top of her eyes
3: <laughs> she really <laughs> face palms it's hilarious yeah
1: she's like oh god
3: <laughs> and, and the best part is she's like wait I risked my life doing all this for
2: this crap <laughs> <theme? Yes. laughs> I feel really bad for Waspinator because he's getting torn
1: into yeah and, like, and Waspinator's like so spiderbot not be not go steady with Waspinator <laughs> like,
2: Oh <laughs> she's like she's very like oh god no. I also like how Was Vader's like oh I became badass robot uh, Yeah, yeah chick I digs quite,
0: <laughs> chicks dig uh or spider chick digs uh or Finger did he board. say chick bot or I don't know what he said but he, he says yeah chick bots dig biker boy
2: chick, Yeah chick bot
0: dig uh uh yeah biker quiet
1: Brood, big quiet. loner biker bot yeah
0: big yeah. brooding loner biker bot whatever he said it was funny. It's cool yeah <laughs>
1: yeah i thought that was a nice touch too it's, it definitely fits with the waspinator that we know from beast wars it was great um but lo and behold Jetstorm crashes onto the scene and literally bumps into black arachnia and sends the the container flying from her hands uh Waspinator is telling Jetstorm to leave uh, her alone that you know she's his girlfriend and Jestorm's like what? (laughs) And just as he says that the the container spills some of the the goop onto him he starts freaking out.
0: And then this happens
1: Black arachnea. Oh dark poison of my heart
2: there's only one transformer who could say something that corny with a straight face.
1: It is I, my love.
3: I miss those
0: horns. <laughs> yeah, I had a feeling Jordan was going to like the horns. <laughs> yeah. I I love
3: that so much though. Like where she's just there is like only one bot could say such a corny line.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And it's cool, too, because as we zoom in on Jetstorm's eyes, they've changed color. and
3: To the yellow eyes that he used to have when yes. he, in his bot form.
1: And we sort of see, like, a a faded in view of Silverbolt's head in the eyes. I was his... going to
2: say, the I the thing kind of happens with Waspander, too, if I didn't mention yes. that, where it gets segmented. I was actually talking for a bit, but I was muted, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, when he, when we go to the flashback, we do get a little bit of we see uh Wassermanir's head when it zooms in on his eyes. Yeah. So they do that effect too.
1: Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Um we then cut back to um to to Night Scream, Cheetor, and Rat Trap as they're still cleaning. Night Scream, of course, wishes that Black Arachne was there because her webs would be helping a lot with, you know, getting rid of all the junk right now. Uh and Cheetor as uh speaking of which, where is Black Arachnia? And then Rat Trap sort of spills the beans on her plan to try and you know find Silverbolt.
3: I love how he does it though, where he's like, ah, oh, they probably wanted to be alone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> She's and and like, they're
3: like, they?
1: They? He's <laughs> like, uh her. She wanted to be alone, I mean. <laughs> but then uh, you know, Night Scream, he's you know, a bit concerned. He's like, oh, no. He's like, I'm not chasing after her spark again. Yeah. And uh, Cheetor, meanwhile, has gotten a bit of a plan in mind as he looks to a vine that's growing. Uh, and we have see some leaves sprouting. We then cut to to Optimus as he's at the Oracle and he's sitting in front of it, sort of trying to meditate. And the Oracle is coming back saying that uh, his spark you know, receptive spark, not found. And he's wondering what exactly is going on. He's not understanding what's occurring.
3: Yeah. Why, why are you rejecting me?
1: Yeah. He's like, what did I do wrong? Somebody call tech support. (laughs) So then we cut back to, to, uh, silver and black arachnia. And, uh, and of course, uh, is still stuck in the web too. But, uh,
3: and he's belaboring the point that it's Silverbolt because he's like, man, now my chance is definitely gone.
1: Yeah, he, uh, there's a bit of a back and forth between Silverbolt and Waspinator, and Silverbolt, you know, he's like, uh, you know, you don't have her the honor. Lady. Yes, so they they start getting ready to duke it out. Black Arachnia gets in between them. Uh, she's like, you can fight over me later. She's like, you two need to get in control of your drones, and they're both like, drones. And literally as they say that, you know, both Thrust drones and Jetstorm's drones show up and are attacking all of them. And with the the keys as well, uh the keys manage to hit both Silverbolt and Waspinator, which causes the goop to get absorbed and the Jetstorm and Thrust personalities take over again, which has Black Arachnia pretty upset. Yeah. Yeah. So She's getting attacked by... Uh,
2: um, they're every- really bad at hitting her, though, I will say. Yes. Yes. She's incredibly bad at hitting her. There's so many blasts near her, but, like, just, come on, guys, a little bit of a yeah.
1: It's fine. Like, Especially ah, since they're, like, a type of beam weapon.
2: And they're drones. They should have, like, targeting computers. Like, what the yeah. hell? <laughs> and I think uh, twice uh, Black
3: Rachne like, shouts out to Jetstorm calling, calling him Silverbolt.
1: And, and he both goes like, times,
3: what? yeah, like one time he's like, "What?" and the other says, "I don't know why you're calling me that." And he's, yeah. Uh, uh, but
1: then she's saved by Cheetor and the Beanstalk, as a ginormous vine that is being piloted by Rat Trap somehow uh, bursts through the ceiling, then sort of whirls using- all around the room. I bet you Rat Traps using that pulse thing again. He's basically oh, tasing.
3: He's probably he's probably tasering it into the direction he needs it to go.
0: Yeah, I don't yeah, remember probably. this happening in Jack and the Beanstalk, Greg. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was the you updated version.
0: You don't remember the last minute where they had to
3: destroy the the beanstalk before before the giant came down and destroyed them all?
0: They so chop chop it down. I guess that's kind of like <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: So yes, we've got
3: in this in this case the giant is techno
0: matter. Yes. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: That so works. I'll got, accept it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we've got Rat Trap driving the vine and Black Arachnid, Cheetor, and Night Scream are all riding shotgun, I guess you could say. Uh, they sorta of go flying off into the city. Uh Rat Trap is like, So did you find Silverbolt? And she's like, Yeah, sort of. <laughs> And then we it's cut a, to like. Oh.
3: Doesn't she also specifically ask? What how he to go... she says like you don't want to know. Like, yeah, yeah. I was going to say what? How did it go with thrust? And that's when she she
1: says you don't want to know. Yeah. We we then cut to to Megatron and and uh, guilty spark and guilty spark's like oh uh, there's something going on and Megatron's like yes I can see that. As he's <laughs> like staring at a bunch of different screens. Uh, he's sort of you know kind of upset over the fact that you know there's these giant vines that are now popping up into his city, wrapping around a big building. Uh, Organics. All, yeah. So he gets the, um, all the drones to shoot the keys at the vines. We get a they bit of a, a spot. Yeah. They concentrate fire right on one spot and it causes a big flash. And then the vine starts to change to techno matter, like really quickly. Um, so the Maximals jump off the vine and start to give Chase realizing that it's going into the ground now. And it's going to head towards their base.
3: Yeah, it's they falling. They need to try and stop it. It's falling the vines basically back to the roots,
1: which yes. would be a bad thing. Yes. So all of them transform. Well, Night Scream transforms back into his bat mode. He grabs Rat Trap. Cheetor's sort of using his glider. Sword wings, and they're trying to fly along behind the 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 techno matter. I guess like the spark of the techno matter as it's going through the vine. Uh, we then cut to Optimus as he gets back to base, and he's sort of you know he's sort of down and wondering exactly what's going on with the Oracle. And then the ground starts to shake, and he's like, "What the?" And he's looking around. We then see uh, the Maximals and the the techno matter start you know, flowing along the vines, like, tracing, and Optimus is frantically scrambling to break the vines to make sure that the rest of the the trees aren't affected by it. And Cheetor is like, shouting at Optimus to stop, otherwise it's going to hit him, and he doesn't want to see him get hurt. And Optimus is like, no, I'm not letting this happen. So he manages to, at the last second, uh, t- there's a flash, but as it turns out, Optimus was able to detach all of the vines before the Technomatter showed up. Thankfully, saving the, their their crops, so to speak, and Optimus, of course, looks pretty pissed, <laughs> and he's like, Cheetor, you, you did exactly what I told you not to do." And she was like, "Well, we had to rescue Black Arachnia," and he's like, "Well, what? Ha- why did Black? What happened to the plan that Black Arachnia had? Because apparently, she was supposed to be doing something that something else entirely." And Ratchet's like uh yeah you can blame me for that one.
3: Oh yeah he he said why were you outside oh yeah right parameters yeah why were you outside
1: speak? your mission parameters
3: yeah yeah
1: and uh black arachnia is like i was trying to you know save silver spark and nice cream then pipes in that they're trying to save the spark sort of how they how they had failed rhinox and they were trying to you know save silver bolt yeah. Which, mm-hmm. you know, causes Optimus to I guess.
2: He uh, like, oh, 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 it. it's let's just let's just like fix this up and get out of here kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Oh. So oh, and,
3: and he gives them the new info about the Oracle.
1: Yes. Although we do get Megatron too. We see the building that the vine had wrapped around, it collapses. And uh Megatron sort of makes mention that the organics are getting a bit more out of control than what he had realized. Uh, and then he orders for all of the drones to be armed with the, the key to vector Sigma and guilty spark comes back saying, well, perhaps instead of all of them, maybe it should just be the tank drones that are armed with it so that you don't have to worry about your other generals getting sent any sort of funny ideas and trying to try and take over, which sort of seems to play on Megatron's paranoia a bit. Yeah. Yeah, so we've got Tankor who has his freshly repaired iPad watching it all. And he seems rather pleased with that. And as it turns out as well, Rhinox is also the one that gave Rat Trap the formula for the incredibly... the, you know, the sort of software that makes the vines grow super big. Mm -hmm. Apparently that was all his machinations as well. And he makes mention that he, he set up the pond, so now he's got you know, things set up so that Megatron and Optimus are going to go, you know, toe to toe pretty soon, he thinks. And they'll try to wipe each other out. So he seems rather pleased with that. that and it's playing uh,
3: into how he wants it to go.
1: Yes. And he's staring at his reflection in a key to Vector Sigma as well. And there, in turn, is the end of our episode. So overall, I I think... I think it's safe to say for everybody here, I think everybody pretty much enjoyed this episode.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, we I like uh seeing Silverbolt again.
3: Yeah. I I love seeing the, the two of the both Wasmander and Silverbolt. Like yeah. Yeah, I was okay. I was really glad to see them and finally they clearing up like specifically who's in what uh Vihacon. Um and it's still it's still fun. Like I mean just the reveal and just Black Arachnia's reaction to it was so well done.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm really glad that they decided to reveal both in this episode and then we can kind of move on cuz it was kind of taking a little while mm-hmm. uh for them to for them to do this, is, you know. And uh and if if they had done, you know, if we did this and then there was another six episodes where they're like, "Oh, I don't know. Where is Silverbolt if he wasn't there? Then where could he be?" you know uh, it would yeah yeah it could be a situation where it just where they strung it along too long i'm glad they they revealed it here and then but then they kind of put the genie back in the bottle because we we know it's them but what how are we gonna get them and also like where i mean what are they gonna do with the waspinator now because like waspinator quit being a predicon. like yeah, he he doesn't want to be a bad guy and he wasn't attacking black arachnia. He wants to he wants to be her boyfriend. So, yeah, uh, like like and not in I mean, I mean, in a in a I mean, he's a little bit creepy with the way that he's been acting, but like not, you know, it could be it could be worse. Yeah, <laughs> like,
3: basically, basically what you're saying is that it wouldn't it wouldn't be smart for the Maximals to abandon changing thrust to their side as well. Right, right, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, to get Waspinator back and try and help him as well.
2: Yeah, cool. still, yeah. this isn't at the end of the Beast Wars, Waspinator was like, fuck being a Predacon, right? Like, right. Yeah. I feel like they could get him to be a good guy.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. he now, I don't know that the Maximals knew that he had quit being a Predacon, because uh, they did still, I think they did still, like, fight him one Yeah, last I didn't time. know that,
2: but still, like, nobody wants to get their spark worked out and put into a drone. I mean, yeah, I guess yeah, he does, yeah. because
0: he kind of liked being a, a cool guy for a bit, but... Well, he wants. I mean, he doesn't mind. I mean, I think he's okay with he- being in a biker body, uh, you know. And maybe he wasn't fighting the personality of of Thrust as much. But I do. Yeah, I, I I think that they could if they if they tried, they could definitely get him on their side. I'll just be mm-hmm. interested to see whether it becomes a situation where, because cause if if they if they bring him back, or you know, because one of three things will happen, either. I feel like either they will leave him as thrust and he'll just be thrust forever, or they will find a way to cure him. And if they find a way to cure him, then either he will want to be a maximal and they won't accept him because they're racist or they'll try to convert him to being a mass, a maximal. And I think it's a more interesting story if they, if they try to, if they try to make him a maximal.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
0: Of course, then, uh, then Megatron would be, it'd be everybody against Megatron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah
3: uh,
0: unless hmm
2: unless he makes more drones
0: or he gets a yeah or he gets, generals, yeah I mean yeah. that's true they're probably I mean I don't know i I literally don't know anything about beast machines you know but there he has like tons of sparks like the entire yeah race yeah, he yeah. I mean, he, he, he could I mean he could make a new model of Viacon like you know he could make a a helicopter Viacon drone or something I don't I legit don't know. Cause I'm, you know, don't care that much. I mean, he can even, <laughs> even use the same types of model and put a different spark, put a, in a different thing. spark in him. Yeah. Have, have, yeah. Have a spark that is truly, you know, that's, that's like a, that's like a protoform spark or something that, and then just have it be thrust. Or even like or, someone
2: more loyal to him or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Somebody more, more loyal, loyal to, although all those people are dead. <laughs> but, I mean, true, but I mean, we don't know. Maybe he had some friends on Cybertron he had some friends on Cybertron. That guy yeah, like, from the like from the Theft of the golden disc is that
3: <laughs> I'm sure he would
0: be glad to help him. Mm. In
3: fact, he did. Remember, he helped him get his uh, to try and get rid of his dragon form. Yeah. Or something oh, yes. like that. Like in some like basically fiction outside of the, the things. Yeah. And of course, he double crossed him again, too like both that's double, also true <laughs> they both double crossed each other th- that time again
1: yeah yeah i guess we'll have to see where things go from here but i think uh i think we're definitely gonna see an interesting climax because i mean now that i think about it this season's only 13 episodes long so next week we're literally going to be halfway through this series
0: mm-hmm. yep so, and next mm-hmm. week is the Last episode of season, season finale, one,
1: right? Yeah, it's pretty exciting. It is dun, dun,
0: dun. kind
1: of freaky how quickly it's gone too. But yeah, yeah so. Well, you know
0: we're we're uh, we're uh, a podcast that works like clockwork.
1: Yes, new episode I every so. week.
3: Yep, but yes. well oiled machine.
0: But that's okay. Once we finish Jeez. this, and then go into uh, and then go into watching uh, uh, the.
1: We haven't said yet. <laughs> we haven't announced anything once once we
0: once we end this and we watch oh man i can't think of a cartoon that had like once we go into uh, end this and watch spider-man unlimited and you know and (laughs) reboot that
2: we're we're gonna watch spider-man unlimited and reboot at the same time and switch off the shows and everything we're just gonna review we're gonna become a fox kids rewatch podcast oh my god oh wait 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 so we're
3: doing the 90s spider-man with the awesome guitar intro
2: well first we're going to do unlimited well yeah that yeah,
0: was the same yeah, time yeah 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 and yeah we're going, uh, we're going to do the mm, sequel because mm. see we always start with the second version of the, <laughs> of the show it's it's kind of how it's it's just how the shows work so we're, we're actually going to change the the show to kids and fox
2: yeah that's great and, and I, I can't <laughs> wait to review sherlock holmes in the 22nd century
1: oh god
2: Oh my god! You remember that too? Yeah, of course. James Junior. Mutant League football.
1: Oh, uh, League. League.
2: Dude, we can't do Digimon. It's already a podcast for that. Okay. <laughs> um, there, was a, there oh, was a Oh, does that mean we get to do?
3: Oh wait, no, it wasn't a Saturday thing. I was. Well, gonna... well, I, I was Captain Zimian was
2: UPN, wasn't it? Oh, the F Zero is on there on Fox Games oh, and Shaman yeah. King. I fucking love Shaman King.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, they did gym. try to. Gem. Uh, Earthworm Jim had a oh, show. Earth- I uh, love
2: Earthworm Jim.
3: I love that announcer. Uh, Jeff Clinton is one of my favorite voice actors.
0: Uh, Power Rangers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think somebody's already got that one covered, Kendall.
0: Yeah, but we we'll can- be we'll be starting with Turbo. So. We could, or, we could, or we could do Mass Rider.
2: That's <laughs> well, well, right. I mean, well, michael got
0: something for that. Yeah, uh,
2: I know. You could do VR I'm Troopers and... Battle. Big Bad Beetleborgs was actually an on another channel, wasn't yeah. it? Was Beetleborgs yeah. on Fox Kids? I think Beetleborgs was. was on Fox B-R- Kids. I thought, I thought oh, we can, do, we can do Winx Club, right. Club and and, oh, the, and that... and Oh, and that other... Tree, there was another Transformers series on Fox Kids and it was Robots, Robots in the Skies. Yeah. There you yeah. go, we'll do that Original. one. <laughs> actually,
1: funnily enough... Uh, I kind of
2: want to do that now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, um, the guy who voiced Optimus in that series uh voices good. zarkon in the new voltron series
2: oh really oh. yes it was so i, I thought he, i thought it was gonna be gary Shock and i rewatched and i'm like that's not gary Shock. what the fuck because gary chock yeah. and energon and cybertron so it's kind of weird that they he skipped one i guess yeah yeah i've heard that robots and skies is good but i watched the first episode i didn't like it and also there are predacons in it like yeah like, the, the megatron yeah. in that is a predacon and he has a dragon form with like two heads Mm-hmm. And then another dragon form with one head, and then another dragon form. It's weird. He's got like three forms, and they're all dragons, but kind of different. I think it yeah. might also be a jet, the... actually. It might be a jet.
1: Yeah, one jet. The...
2: Isn't that also the one with the giant hand? Yes. Yeah. Isn't it like a? Yeah, it's like five forms. It's ridiculous. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, so we've got uh, so we got some questions, and we got I a news post.
2: Do the...
3: The
0: trivia stuff that we yeah
1: let's skip over real quick yeah let's hit the trivia real fast and we'll hit the news posts and the questions
0: so the imdb trivia just says that uh up until the last minute it actually was going to be silverbolt uh oh. yeah uh, uh originally thrust was going to be the holder of silverbolt spark and was hinted at throughout the first season but at the last second the writers decided to change it to have thrust be waspinator and the reveal that Jetstorm was actually silverbolt because they built it
2: up, like you said. Like it yeah. feels like... like it was you know, a swerve. Right?
0: Well, when <laughs> yeah. they say last second, like, they could have, I mean, they could have actually, you know, because there is a delay yeah, in true. writing and animating and stuff. Like, they could have, when, I mean, there's literally, the, uh, literally the only, th- I mean, the only thing that I saw that was, like, a definitive, like, this is, this is textually a hint that it is Waspinator is when he says they don't look happy. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's like a two second scene in one episode. They could have, they could have finished that episode, like, like changed that in, in post, or maybe, maybe they didn't even intend to have the, have the Maximals look unhappy in that scene. And they were like, well, you know what? They kind of look unhappy in this scene. Let's have silver. Let's have uh, thrust say they look unhappy. And then, uh, and then that'll be a hint that he's not, you know, cause you know, and they just, you know, just, have that in because it's not like they had to do matched mouth movements or anything Mm
3: -hmm. was that i liked it
0: was that the only imdb that's that's it that's it not a lot of imdb fans of of beast machines okay well tf wiki had a bit um
3: i'm not going to go into all the techno or animation errors again but i did like how it pointed out that the seed at the beginning of the episode was actually a clearly full-grown fruit just smaller not the inner husk we saw in survivor so not an actual, not it was basically the shape of of the plant instead of the seed that they that they yeah. they have used before. Mm-hmm. And then some continuity errors, some things that we actually talked about. Uh, it seems unusual that Megatron would threaten the diagnostic drone with a, a spark extractor, seeing how it doesn't have a spark to begin with. And yeah. as we said, we probably it probably would still cause pain, and and for some odd reason, Megatron would uh, set the diagnostic drone to fi- drone to feel pain. I guess. Yeah, oh, definitely it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to try and say this carefully, but so Waspinator was able to break through Viacon programming when facing Black Arachnea, but Silverbolt either never was or just didn't. And he never did later, even when his true love was directly appealing to him. This raised worrying questions about either Waspinator or Silverbolt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is. It is pointed out that uh, Black Arachnea did kind of try a little too hard on the wrong, the wrong lead. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't. She so she did kind of build up more of a rapport with uh, Thrust up to this point as as to uh, as to Jetstorm. So it might be that, but it is kind of odd that he because Thrust did start acting a little odd, uh, you know, like odd towards Black Arachnea even before she started that, you know. Yeah.
0: I have then, a theory. Yes. Okay. So if um so if Waspinator thinks it's cool to be thrust, mm-hmm. he's probably not gonna be fighting that personality very much and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. for the first little while, whereas Silverbolt is constantly fighting that personality. So mm-hmm. so so uh St- Starscream, whatever his name is, um Jetstorm. He, <laughs> he uh not Starscream, <laughs> Jetstorm. I can never remember his name for some reason. Jet storm uh, is like that personality is constantly fighting with, uh, with Silverbolt, And so, and constantly winning because he's the, you know, he's the primary, whatever, like he has the advantage for whatever reason. Um, So he's used to, so he's, he's, he's used to suppressing that. Whereas thrust is maybe not as used to suppressing it. And so when suddenly waspinator starts fighting him, uh, for, you know, for various reasons, uh, he's he doesn't have as strong a defense for it. Yeah, um, yeah that makes sense. It's like Yerkes.
3: Like, po-
0: <laughs> like Chapman. They, yeah. If you go along with the Yerk, you, you can still pretty act pretty much normally. Yeah. Like, I mean, oh, sorry. Well, I was just like Chapman in the in the books, like he makes a deal with the Yerks that he'll become a controller and do whatever they want as long as they leave his daughter alone. But then in one in one book, they do, they mm. put his daughter in danger, and he goes crazy, and his yerk can't control him. Yeah, uh, so it's a yeah, that's a thing. Okay, go ahead, Emily. Sorry for cutting you off.
2: No, that's fine. I was just gonna say I think it's interesting that like both Silverbolt and Jestro have a have a commonality in their personalities, and they're both very corny, just in yeah. completely different <laughs> ways. Yeah,
3: yeah. Like I, I was. Uh, it's been mentioned in some of the. uh in some of the things in the TF Wiki, and I've noticed it, and I've, I think I pointed it out quite a few times about how bombastic and, and odd and just over the top Jetstorm is. And I think, I think that's kind of an interesting thing. Like yeah. that, that not, like the, uh, I think we talked about it, but bo- how Bob Skur said that he, the, the vehicles, like the purposely, the, he, ch- eventually they decided with the, the, uh, with the 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 show like show personalities that each of them had was supposed to be vast like a inverse of each of them in in some ways, mm-hmm. and 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 really the only uh, the only thing that's inverse about Jetstorm is that he's committed to evil instead of committed to good. Like yeah. otherwise otherwise it's still the same gung ho kind of like uh you know doing whatever achiever having fun with it as as along, yeah. and, and play and play and being playful with it at times as well
0: you know what it, yeah. you know mm-hmm. what it is mm. it's adam west batman versus uh the joker yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <coughs> oh sorry i was a
2: weird i don't know thing.
0: I, I don't tried. i haven't seen enough of batman 66 to like have a distinct like whether that's like Caesar romero's joker but it is a very true take on the
1: joker yeah, I can agree with yeah,
3: that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we got one more continuity error where it says that Silverbolt and Waspamander seem unaware that they are in v bodies with drones at their command. Uh, this is odd considering that Rhinox was fully aware, or so he claims, within the body of Tankor. And even more so... Uh, wait, where is it? More so... <laughs> wait, like, even a few seconds before Waspamander acts oblivious to his command over drones, uh, he confesses chit. Chickbox dig brooding loner bit acknowledging his role as Thrust
2: okay so, I have mm. a theory for this so yeah okay well the thing is is that like Jetstorm wasn't like wasn't reached at all like his inner spark wasn't reached at all uh, Thrust was so it might be like ever since she's been trying to pull out Thrust uh, uh, like the, the spark inside him It's it's been kind of making him get more aware uh, whereas before she started doing that he probably wasn't Okay. Um, and and that's Banner why Banner that Storm is just isn't not aware, smart. but Washbane is. Um, and also, Washbane's not that smart. But So he wouldn't forget that he has control over drones, but he would—he probably would fixate on Black and hitting on him constantly. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I would. And then yeah. Rh- Rhinox and Tankor kind of, you can see a little bit with Tankor becoming good in that one episode, but I think it's more the fact that, that Rhinox is like the most spiritual character of the original cast. Like he already kind of has yeah. a in touch with his like spark and spiritualism. So like he when like that happens, he's able to break free on his own better, but not quite take over, but be aware.
0: Yeah, and mm-hmm. and yeah. whatever I mean, however Rhinox took control back, it was a more permanent thing. Whereas these two, it's a more it's more temporary. It's almost like uh when um when people with Alzheimer's become like lucid and they like remember everything for twenty minutes, and then they kind of go back to having the same problems. Well,
2: the yeah. thing is, the reason they, they go back to having the same problems in this episode is because they get hit with this key. We don't know what happened to Tank Ward, what's hit get the key. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So we still got a
3: bit on the TF Wiki here. Some uh, like continuity notes, basically, uh, like we pointed out, forbidden fruit. Uh, example, when Optimus misinterpreted like what happened with the tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, Silverbolt and Waspander's Beast Wars personality obviously are also a continuity callback. Uh, here's an interesting one when you, when you realize it. The episode reunites all of the surviving Predacons of Beast Wars, not counting Megatron.
1: Yeah, huh. that's true.
3: Yeah, Black Blackarachnia and Silverbolt originally started off as Predacons, but later aligned themselves with the Maxwells during yeah, the series. Yeah, if you'll
0: remember, and, he was once and, a Predacon.
1: <laughs> and Wasmator how could we forget Kendall how could we forget just, I just
0: think it's very important that you re, uh, remember
1: <laughs> who was once a Predacon never forget
3: uh, the remains of Quickstride and Inferno can be briefly seen in the uh, Wasmator's flashback uh, let's see again saying not too keen on chasing the spark again was because of what happened in Apocalypse uh, and then mentions of gadgets and powers such as Raptrap's toil was equipped with a detachable clap and a pulse generator in robot mode. Uh, also, Trap's face mask comes with a cute little squeegee attachment. That's yes. their words, too. And they also mention Black, black Arachnea. I like the webs.
2: squeegee, it was good. Yeah.
3: yeah. Webs are capable of conducting her electrical blasts, allowing her to f- effectively taser Jetstorm.
2: Which was the thing that I was talking about earlier that I thought yeah. you guys were talking about. Yeah. Uh,
3: yeah. <laughs> um, they do mention one real, real world reference where uh, when Ice Cream calls Black Arachnea <laughs> Miss Spider, which is a children's book character of the same name.
1: Oh, yeah. I missed that.
3: Okay, so... Hold on. Okay, so... uh, I don't know if I want to point this one out yet. We'll we'll skip it for now. Okay. uh, When people had asked if Waspinator was coming back, Bob Skr had replied, Waspinator, when last seen, was king of the cave people. Why in the world would he want to leave there? (laughs) What a sneaky man. Yep. And as I said, the whole thing with the fans interpreting the flashback is what sent him into space. Yeah, uh, I mentioned that. But also, uh, in 2013, Bob Skerr mentioned that he'd like to tell the story of Waspinator's voyage back to Cybertron, joking that Waspinator's Odyssey must have been worthy of Homer.
1: I would imagine.
3: <laughs> yeah, I
0: kind of actually would love, would love to see that. It'd be a good it'd be a good comic book.
1: Yeah, at the very least, you could have that go for a long time too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what would be perfect would be if they did a like a, a Beast Machines follow-up or a Beast war, like something something in in canon with Beast Wars and then have that as the backup story. Kind of like how they in the Power Rangers comics they've got the shenanigans with they had first it was with Bulk and Skull and then with uh uh, d- uh the um uh, the the people from the moon, um the moon crew. Well, it's, but it's the two of them that are like... The oh, Squat called. and Babu. Squat and Babu. Oh, my gosh. I'm I'm done.
1: <laughs> We're almost done, Kendall. Almost done.
0: No, no, that was the last one.
1: Okay. <laughs> so we are done.
3: <laughs> Sorry. We're not done a podcast, though. We got a no. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah but <laughs> that was the last of the TF wiki.
0: Yeah. That's okay. So, we got yeah. the news post now. I, I, can, I usually check out during that part. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yes, we do have our, our news post, courtesy of... Of Casey or at Lady K. Hirsch on Twitter. Uh, Casey goes on to say, Hey there, beasties. This week we learned the true identities of Thrust and Jetstorm. Turns out that in Black Arachne's search for her bird dog lover, she was barking up the wrong tree.
2: <laughs>
1: There's so many bad jokes this episode. <laughs> she really should have known Jetstorm was Silverbolt because of all the corny jokes he made during battle. Even a shell program can't stop Silverbolt from being a complete dork. But enough about those losers. Let's talk news. First up, we have a follow-up on last week's reveal of MP34S Shadow Panther. We now have more images of him and his new accessories thanks to his product page on the Takara Tomy Mall website, where he is now available for pre-order. She provides us a link. She goes on to say, I think his cat mode looks weirdly better with pupils though that also might be because of the different heads or different angles that the pictures are taken from. She finds it funny that he can only look in two directions since his third pair of cheetah eyes are pupilless. Jeez. The, the mutant head mask still looks pretty cool, though, especially in all chrome with those ominous black eyes. The communicators look pretty good, too, and kind of fit well with the character since he's a spy. She still wishes that we had gotten those with cheetah wear in their show colors, able to do a toy colors version and include them in the show colors with that release. Still not going to be picking up Shadow Panther, but he's certainly a good-looking addition to the masterpiece line. Up second this week, we have another follow-up story. This time from our most recent news special, Hasbro has for a tra- has uh, sorry the wording's a bit off here uh, has for a Transformers trading card game over the weekend. Uh, This is presumably the same card game that Wizards of the Coast president and still funny name Haber Chris Cox mentioned in his Rolling Stones interview from late last year. That's all we know.
3: It's a a trademark, yes, uh, uh, like registration kind of thing that they did is what that that she's mentioning.
1: Yeah, Uh, that's all that we know though for right now. But hopefully, we'll see and learn more about it later this year when it's closer to release. Uh, something that she imagines Hasbro was less happy about is the recent reveal of the 2017 Razzie Award nominees. Uh, Transformers: The <laughs> Last Night has been nominated for a number of awards this year, most notably for Worst Picture. Uh, this is something of a tradition for the franchise at this point, with every movie, other Bayverse movies except for the first one, being nominated for this prestigious in air quotes, award. That being said, only Revenge of the Fallen has actually won the award. And with competition like the Emoji Movie, The Mummy, Baywatch, and most recently, the most recent Fifty Shades movie, uh, she doubts it'll actually win this year.
3: Oh, God. That was up for them.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The competition is just too stiff in a year filled to the brim with real flops and stinkers. Why I'm rooting
2: for Transformers.
1: (laughs) For the (laughs) Razzies. That being said, she suspects it will win at least one of the other categories it's up for. Nominations are for Poisonous Performance by an Actor for Mark Wahlberg, who's also nominated in this category for Daddy's Home 2. Nice, nice. We're Supporting (laughs) Actor for Josh Duhamel and Sir Anthony Hopkins.
3: I thought uh, Anthony Hopkins hit okay.
2: Yeah. For
3: what
1: he had to do.
2: Yeah. I don't like the mean, Josh yeah. Hamilton was just kind of nothing, so I don't know why he's yeah. on there. Mm.
1: And worst supporting actress for Laura Haddock.
2: Hmm.
1: Uh, it also has nominations for worst sequel, worst director with Michael Bay, worst screen combo, and in brackets, like this, any combination of two humans, two robots, or two explosions, <laughs> <laughs> and the worst screenplay. That's a lot of nominations. So here's hoping this year's Bumblebee movie can buck the trend and actually be good, or heck, at least be okay enough not to get nominated for Best Picture again. Not every nomination the Last Night has received has been bad, though. The film, Hooray! Has, yeah, it has been nominated for the Golden Reel Awards, a show which honors sound artists and their contributions to feature film, TV, and other forms of media. Oh. The Last Knight has been nominated for the category of Outstanding Achievement in Sound Editing for Musical Score. It will be competing for the award with fellow nominees Baby Driver, Blade Runner 2049, Dunkirk, King Arthur Legend of the Sword, and The Lost City of Z. Oh, also The Shape of Water and Wonder Woman. Awesome. So that's some pretty stiff competition. Still, at least that's one nomination that last, The Last Night can be proud of. In other related movie news, writers John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein have said to IGN that the previously proposed Grom Space Night and Mask movies from the Hasbro Writers Room, assembled a couple of years ago for their Hasbro Cinematic Universe, will likely not be happening anymore. No. Goes on to quote Those are probably not likely to see the light of day Unless they're moving on, on Separate from us Said Jonathan Goldstein And the quote goes on to say It's a funny thing We spent three weeks in a room With a lot of talented writers We broke 11 or so movies And I, I don't know It just kind of went into the vortex There's been some leadership changes At Paramount So it's hard to say Nobody's contacted us about those Uh, Casey goes on to say, I imagine at least some of this is the result of Paramount's less than successful 2017, as well as the last night on performing compared to previous entries. That being said, the Bumblebee movie is still set for release this December, and Transformers 6 is still set to come out in summer 2019. The other two pieces of the cinematic universe puzzle, G.I. Joe and Micronauts, are still happening as planned. The G.I. Joe movie, which will be unconnected to the previous G.I. Joe movies, is scheduled for release on March 27th, 2020, with Micronauts hitting theaters later that year on October 16th. To be honest, Casey says that she'd rather see a Mask or ROM movie than either of these, but they cur- could turn out good.
3: I would have liked to see a Mask or ROM movie.
1: Yeah, I would have liked to have seen Mask, at And least. if
3: you've been listening to Alphabet Flight like I have, you know a lot about ROM because
1: Jesse yeah. keeps
3: talking about it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, in closing, Casey goes on to say, Alright, that's all the news for this week. Y'all are ready right up to the season finale. What movie do you think should win the Worst Picture Award for this year? Also, do you think Dinobot is super mad and jealous that Rhinox gets to be alive to see his own funeral? Okay, <laughs> have a wonderful week, and please don't go steady with Waspinator.
2: Nice call that Casey. Yeah. <laughs> um... I, I, I mean like I, I I joked about how I want Transformers to win, but honestly, Fifty Shades of Gray should probably because mm. look that's re- that actually deals with like real life problematic stuff. But I mean like Transformers is a little bit with like toxic masculinity and and um, sexism and stuff like that, but not to the extent that Fifty Shades does. So
1: yeah, I. I don't know. I I kind of think that maybe it'd be a three way race between the Emoji movie, The Mummy, and Emoji's
2: 50, very 50 bad. Shades I movie. forgot about that.
1: Yeah, Emoji I heard was horrible.
2: That was I heard mad, it, was so it was so it was bad so that so like long. just
1: that turned me off to even trying to see it. So
2: well, good. Don't uh, see it. It made yeah. a lot of money though because everyone wanted to see the bad movie. And I we thought it. I seal. thought it flopped. Yeah, but yet, it did too. but yet, it's. I thought, I thought it well. was good. I mean, yeah, I thought it did well, but I don't actually know.
3: I don't know. Yeah, but yet, it's going to be one of the first movies commercially made in uh, or commercially released in uh, Saudi Ar- or Iraq, right? Very curious what? about this
2: now. Uh, uh, yeah, like yeah, the Daily some...
3: Show. The Daily Show just recently said that uh, the new Emir slash Prince leader basically was lessening some of the, you know, more things. Like he let. Yeah. Women started to be allowed to drive and be able to go places without always having to,
1: you know, have to. I think always that was Saudi Arabia. Um, Saudi Arabia,
2: okay. It, it yeah. cost fifty million to make it made two hundred seventeen million. I don't know if that's okay. good. Or not.
1: Well, yeah.
0: and a lot. It was uh, decent domestically. It only made eighty six million, and then the one hundred thirty million uh, foreign. See, now also, it's I'm opening kind of weekend. It's opening weekend. It did not, It was number two and made 24 million. So that's probably why it was considered a flop, at least initially. Number yeah. two. You think they would be happy there were number two, though? No, well, no you got to uh, be number one. I mean, they're <laughs>
1: number two. They're, yeah, I get <laughs> yeah.
0: it. I get it.
2: Greg.
1: <laughs>
3: but no, this actually. You're an adult, Greg. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, this kind of makes me wonder, like, what, how if it internationally it actually did good what it's tra- how it's translated like i want to see if 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 the if, if the translators by basically you know doing Oh, if they change the up the script of it. And, or localizing and whatever made it a vastly different movie or something you mm. know cuz it's just weird that this is that some sometimes movies like this just do that it's true uh, by the way as for who i would want to win the uh worst movie i really don't know because those are all very strong contenders i wouldn't want uh last night to win uh but i mean the other ones are very strong contenders Mm -hmm. um honestly i i wish i could have picked like a another option that wasn't those ones just for you know an under like a dark horse but i could not think of anything
0: i've always kind of felt like the razzies were really lazy because you always hear uh just some random movie you know so it'll probably will be the emoji movie wins all the categories like almost i feel like every year it's just all the categories are are won by the same movie it's just a really like it's just a really lazy uh List. sort of a oh. i guess there actually is an award ceremony for it I, which i just kind of le- i just learned this mm. week, I thought it was just something that got announced. I don't know. I always thought the Razzies were dumb. Well, I was going to say Casey is, I, Casey is just going to keep finding awards that Transformers things are nominated for that I care less about and less about. Like I don't know. <laughs> I think I care. You don't care that. God, what about the film scores thing? The well, the no, good, the good one. Well, that is. I wasn't listening to that part. I had checked out. My <laughs> um, I mean. I mean I don't really I don't really care that much about awards except for the Oscars and I don't even really care about those that much. Um but like like yeah, I don't know whether whether this the this whether this Razzie nomination is is more is I ca- whether I care less about that or um the uh the uh or the or the Sand getting nominated for the Toy Awards or whatever. Mm. Like I don't know. I don't know. She's going to casey's gonna find something transformers are gonna be nominated for like toy of the year at some elementary school and it's gonna be in the news post and i'm gonna be like ah you got me there so it's gonna be like the movie uh the
3: the 2017 movie was for teenagers with attitudes we're never gonna stop talking about it
1: yeah probably (laughs)
2: Wards probably not because it's going to be a news because it's a very news related thing yeah, I, I know i'm not i,
0: I yeah well yeah
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, i'm not Did saying you? i'm not okay. saying it's not it's
0: i'm not saying that it's not appropriate i'm not saying it's not appropriate to be reported i just kind of don't really feel like discussing it because i especially because of the razzies i have i i'm kind of anti rat. like i don't know anyway that's a whole i could go on a whole tangent <laughs> but i'm trying to stay positive because we're talking about beast machines we got any questions about beast machines jordan we do all right so futch age of
3: the geek geek bb Cassidy again yeah. damn it hardison mm-hmm. uh at what is cosplay asked us well we all knew black Arachnia was kinky right what kinks do the other
2: bcs have i think we've already discussed uh primals primal yep. likes to get tied up a lot um okay. Rat Traps is into plank girls and thus also probably likes to get tied up. Uh but at least based on like fan art I've seen and, and like I uh, don't um, know. it's alluding to something later listeners. <laughs> um, I think uh Cheetor is into daddy stuff because of his shit with, with Megatron. Um, <laughs> so he's probably like a little. Um, hmm. All I can really get right now. Oh, oh, uh, Dinobots Dino, Dino, Dino in the Vor, <laughs> he <laughs> ate himself. Okay, yeah, he, he's into yeah. War. Um hmm. Megatron's probably into mind control because he does it all <laughs> the time to to his enemies. Um, like, okay, um, Quick Strike is the most vanilla motherfucker ever. Yeah, he, he like he does he is like missionary finishes in like two seconds and then is like, oh, that was great. <laughs> that's, quick that's, strike indeed so, he's like the opposite of king hmm okay next question oh I um, was well, say, obviously like inferno's into like royalty stuff you know he likes to like treat his lover queen. um well it's not really roleplay for for okay. a he gets really into it uh now we'll continue well wait <laughs> i was wrote... gonna
3: say i think wasmator would just like gentle cuddles
2: uh-huh and not being blown up for once i think he likes (laughs) to be to sub actually i think he likes to be degraded a little bit um continuing now (laughs) (laughs) so then we also have from the facebook ryan
3: butson wanted to know uh with cheetah being a nightwing comparison i keep trying to work out teen titan style team up who would Mm -hmm. who would you team up as the transformers teen titans (sighs) okay so i think Um...
2: well we already you said uh what about if the current cast? If not, like, okay, like current cast, it's a little tough because, like, hmm. I would say the old cast, I know one thing for sure would be Rhinox and Raven mm-hmm. would be kind yeah. of like, yeah. te- would be very, sim- they would get along.
1: Yeah. These yeah. are both kind of like. Sort of, of a dry sense of humor. So.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. like, Rhinox sounds like Eeyore. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: hmm. So With I don't the understand humor. the question. Are we saying these are the I people that are equivalent? Of or are we saying they're teaming? How we would who would get along well? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's I guess
2: like what would up. happen in a team up? Yeah, like who would you, who would who would you pair
0: off in a team up? Oh, um, so yeah.
3: like like you said, Cheetor Cheat and Nightwing would work together well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it would uh, be like
2: the exact same character.
1: Um, I think Night Scream and Beast Boy would be pretty.
2: Oh, good. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, and I think I yeah. think we'll um, Optimus yeah. and and a Cyborg would be pretty good.
1: Yeah, we're
2: pretty,
1: you know, pretty um, chill dude. I think Rat Trap and um, Starfire would be an interesting team up.
2: <laughs> It'd be funny. Yeah,
1: like
2: Starfire. Oh,
3: would have no oh, family. so like, so if we were just going with like that, the the general like from the uh, the old cartoon or something like that, everyone teams up, like we've already said, and then the last two left are Starfire and Rat Trap, and so they yeah. were forced, they were forced to team up.
1: Yes exactly
3: i could see that situation happening and also being fun
1: yeah yeah i think that would be neat so yeah there's your question there do we have any other questions for
0: nope that's all for now i just know Um, i just know if if there was a teen titans uh team up book uh it would i would read the first three issues and then get bored with it and read something else
2: (laughs) (laughs) i would read it because i love teen titans and i like these machines a lot so yeah
0: I just, I always pick up Teen Titans, and I like it at first, and I'm like, why am I reading this? And move on to something
1: else. Sam, wah, wah. does anybody have anything they would like to, uh, to plug this week?
3: Uh, I'll plug Game of Heartland 1C again, as well as uh, Jesse Cooper starting up some podcasts again. He started up uh, Alphabet Flight again and is uh, doing a podcast called Creep- Creepy Critters, where they talk about cryptids.
2: Cool um i you know I got to be on twitter at right? Mrs. emeralds You also got to be on other audio entry podcasts like uh teenagers of attitude uh in pursuit of passions which i should upload an episode of because i haven't edited i just need to upload it um and home for me losers which is interesting actually we're going to be doing a stream this saturday oh. of um the tr- a tournament
1: oh yes I this was believe. just announced
2: yeah huh. i'm really excited about it because like uh yeah, I'm you know, kind of wishing
1: like, I had a PS4 now.
2: Yeah, because it's be on PS4, and um, so if you have a PS4, uh, yeah, we'll get together and um, get with us and we'll like fight it out Dragon Ball style. Like, I'm really excited. Like, I didn't think I'd be getting the game, but like, uh, Speed is like um, Luke is very, very generous. It is letting me get it so that I can you know participate because I'm part of the podcast kind of thing. <laughs> so I'm really excited to do that. I love Dragon Ball, and Dragon Ball Fighters are
0: great, and this one looks like it's gonna be. Amazing. Cool.
1: Kendall, how about you?
0: Uh you can find everything that I do at Kendallcast.ninja. Um, the podcast that's what we called music, where we're reviewing uh, song by song. The now that's what I call music uh catalog. Uh, uh the eighth episode for um If you could only see by tonic went up. And if you like uh, Grumpy Kendall, it's a good Grumpy Kendall episode where I complain <laughs> about the song a lot. Uh if you don't like Grumpy Kendall the next episode is going to be Mbop, and I oh think God. I was not grumpy on that one, uh, and it's a good one because Sarah, uh, my sister-in-law, uh, was a big fan, and uh, it's a fun song to talk about, and the music video is fun and stuff. Cool. Uh, as
1: always, um, you can... Oh, sorry. Go I was ahead. actually
2: going to say, I, well, for one thing I forgot to say, it was at com, and also, next Saturday, will be after this episode comes out, actually, I just realized, so... I guess catch the recording of it? <laughs>
1: yeah. Hmm. It'll I'm be so out like a couple of days afterwards. So. Hmm. Uh, but we can promote it on Twitter.
2: Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah, so uh, as always, you can find this podcast on AudioEntropy.com. You can find this and a slew of other podcasts on there. Uh, if you like following us on Twitter, you can follow us at WarrenBeast. I think, uh, that, I think a large grouping of podcasts is called a plethora yeah that makes sense uh, i think you it's can a also, murder
0: of podcast <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can also find us on facebook at facebook.com slash group slash foreign beast podcast or if you're very old school and you still use email you can shoot us an email uh, to warrenbeastpodcast at gmail.com i okay. Finally remembered to say all of those because I forgot for the past two weeks. So I'm glad that I remembered this time. <laughs> or
0: maybe it's a podcast. May, maybe uh, it's a, a pod. podcast. A pod of casts. That's really good.
2: Uh, um, well, he said a special well, one of it is Flock. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Also, if for some reason you enjoy following me, uh, you can find me on Twitter also at Greg um, Yeah, it's been another week. Another episode down. We got the season finale of the show coming up next week, so make sure you've listened in for that. We are almost halfway through this series, and it's like a gaggle of podcast. Of...
2: Sorry,
3: <laughs> 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 a garbled <of> podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's been another week for Warren, Beast. I have been Greg.
2: I've been Emily.
1: I've been Jordan. Download the key to Vector Sigma into all of my drones. Might I suggest a more practical solution? Load the key program into your tank drones only. Lest one of your two surviving generals grow ambitious. Grow ambitious and attempt to use the weapon against you. So it shall be done. That was a long clip. I'm Kendall. (laughs) I was about to say, is that supposed to be like foreshadowing, Kendall? (laughs) All thanks to trapping a rat with a catalyst program.
0: It's still going.
1: My pawns are poised to destroy one another. That's <laughs> roll. And when they are Can finished, I only I will be left standing.